Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello there, creative people, and welcome back to episode 39 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Thank you guys so much for clicking on over on the show and listening to us each and every week. And if you're a new listener, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here and hope you can learn a ton of stuff that can help you on your YouTube journey. Guys, I'm so excited about uh, today's guest, Freya. She does such an amazing job and has so much value to share with you guys. So I'm not really going to drag this intro out. Uh, If you've been here, you kind of know the drill. If you want to support the show, go on over to Patreon. Uh, We'll have a link in the show notes. You can throw us a couple of dollars, help us pay for the hosting and all of the other costs that we have on the show each and every week. Again, we appreciate all of that. Also, this show is brought to you by TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. Those guys have been with us from the start. Phil and the TubeBuddy guys, I'm just so appreciative of them and just the ability that they have to uh, create tools that can make a YouTuber's life easier. So if you don't know what TubeBuddy is, it is a free browser plugin that you can update uh, for it to a paid browser plugin if you want to use some more of the paid features. But it is a tool that will literally shave hours off of your YouTube workflow. It will automatically upload to Facebook for you. It will automatically help you create thumbnails right within their platform. It will allow you to navigate YouTube so much quicker. So if you haven't already, go on over and check out TubeBuddy. The link will be in the show notes. So go and click on that link, check them out, download the plugin, and let me know what you think about it. Speaking of letting me know what you think about it, go on over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you consume your audio podcast and let me know what you think of the show, whether it be positive or negative. I always want to know what we can do better. I would really appreciate that. And if you leave us reviews over there, it helps the show grow and get to more, you know, a larger audience. More people can help, you know, help them grow their YouTube channels. So I'm really not going to ramble on. Don't forget to visit our website, youtubecreatorshub.com. Have some great articles over there about equipment, about how to start a YouTube channel from the ground up. I mean, there's so many great articles over there. All of the links will be in the show notes as mentioned previously. And guys, let's go ahead and jump into this week's conversation. Hello, fellow YouTubers and video creators. Welcome to this week's conversation. I'm so excited today to be joined by Freya Casey. She's a professional singer and vocal coach from Germany. She has been on stage all of her life, has studied and performed in professional opera and musical theater all around the world. She's been a guest artist on exclusive cruise ships. She has appeared on Germany national TV and runs a private studio where she teaches ambitious singers who want to take their art onto the stage. She publishes videos on her YouTube channel three times a week where she gives singing advice and nurtures a supportive and positive community. She's also the host of a podcast in which she gives advice to singers who want to discover the awesomeness of their voice. Fry, how are you doing today? I'm doing just wonderfully. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm excited to chat with you. I think you're in a very interesting space. Um, You're in what I call the instructional space on YouTube. So we're definitely going to touch on that uh, for people doing DIY and tutorial videos on their channel. But before we even jump into that, I want to back it up a little bit and let you expound upon your bio. Maybe let our audience know a little more about you and your YouTube channel. Well, how my YouTube channel started was actually... um just to host some videos uh, where I performed, just kind of just to have a home for them to where I could show someone. And then over the years, as I was teaching in my private studio, there were some students that always kept asking me, Freya, can you just record those exercises? 
Or can you just give us a CD that we can take along when we're not here? And I thought, well, a CD would be great. But on the other hand, as far as singing goes, it's always good to see and to demonstrate something. So I began putting out a few videos, but it was more on a very sporadic basis. And I started looking around who else was doing that on YouTube. And I found there were other really great vocal coaches. But there were also some that I thought, okay, I think I definitely have something to add to that because I, I am a professional. I have a you know, I have a university degree. I really know my stuff. And I think I want to put my perspective out there too. And just about a year and a half ago, I started just doing it on a regular basis. And it has become a real, a real big hobby of mine. And then I realized, okay, there are so many people out there that really appreciate what I'm doing and, and the reactions below my videos and the comments and it have been really incredible. I have gotten 99.9% really great feedback. So that was really encouraging to me. And it made me really step up. So right now, putting out three videos every week, and I have a podcast show, and I'm starting to do a lot more like master classes online and just really connect with my audience. Well, you're just a busy bee then. Uh, I tell you what, you've got so much going on. I think you're doing a lot of things right. Uh, on my other uh, entrepreneurship show where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they're making money online, the Online Business Realm show, I talk with people about network you know, content marketing, and you're doing such a great job of, you've got a great website, you have your YouTube videos, you're doing video marketing, you're doing podcasting. I mean, you're, just, you're doing so many things to further your brand. And I think when I looked at your channel, uh, Fry, the thing that really stuck out to me was the way you interacted with your community. Um, you do the Q&A or question and answers where you talk and you answer questions from your community, from your audience. And I think that as creators, sometimes we lose that, um, that in-touch basis with our community. Sometimes they're just commenting on our, all our, our videos and it seems like we're very distant. But if we do things like the Q&As, if we do things like, you know, meet the creator or whatever it is, I think sometimes it helps build and grow and strengthen that community. And I think you're doing a really good job at that. Now, let's talk about the beginning stages of this process. When you were told by that person, well, hey, can you just go and do these video courses so we can, you can see uh, the demonstrations that you're doing? And if you guys don't know, she is a singing and performance coach. She does a great job on YouTube of, of demonstrating different tips and tutorials on how to become a better singer and performer. And so with that being said, how did this process come to be of you going from never making YouTube videos to now producing, you know, a few videos per week? Well, I have actually always been kind of a techie. I, I am such a techie. So making videos was, first of all, it was fun anyway for me. And it was just kind of a way to, um, I don't know, to make myself more present. What I've also noticed is that while I, in the time that I have put out these videos, I have gained so much more authority, even as a performer, because people see that I'm out there and I'm doing something actively. And uh, I can charge a lot more money nowadays, even for my singing, you know, for my performing and even for teaching. But the thing that really kicked it up was that I, what, who was it? I started listening to Chris Ducker. You're probably probably familiar with him. Yes, and I am. Very familiar. He was talking about, you need a virtual assistant. So I was so swamped and I'm doing so much. And I'm sometimes I have like three or four gigs a week in addition to my 20 students that I'm teaching in my private studio here. 
So I was looking online to find someone to help me. And I found a great guy who is in the Philippines and he is my video editor. And he really changed the game for me because he is totally on board, not just doing the work, but he's on board with me just making this thing grow. And we have goals to really reach as many people as we can and make it valuable. And so he does the technical part nowadays. So I can totally concentrate on putting content out there and just really do what I do best. And that has been the greatest thing for me. Absolutely. And sometimes we do, we underestimate the value of putting ourselves out there, you know, building the authority behind our voice. And it takes some time, but once you do that, once you've built that authority, and I think you made some really good points in the answer to that question, in that you're talking about how you can now garner more money from the gigs that you're going to do outside of the online space because of the authority that you've built online. And a lot of times businesses will ask me, you know, when I'm working with them with their YouTube channels, and they'll say, Dusty, well, you know, what's what's the real benefit behind this? You know, we're not getting that many views we're not getting this or that but a lot of times it's just the just people being able to see you and that you're out there and you're putting yourself out there and you're talking about this one thing over and over again and when someone wants to learn how to sing they're going to direct people to your channel if someone's looking to do something online with technology they're going to point some body to my channel. And it's amazing to to know that even with like this podcast, you would be amazed, uh, Fred, how just substantial the growth of my brand has been just from this podcast. You know, I've had the YouTube channel for, you know, a few years now, and I've, I've gotten some really good traction there, but it was nothing in comparison to what this podcast has done for my brand because of the authority that I'm building in the YouTube space. Now, I'm doing other things, like I'm getting YouTube certified and audience growth and things like that. So there's other things that I'm having to do as far as like putting the time in, but just being willing to put yourself out there, becoming that authority in your space, you would be amazed at just how different, what a difference that can make in your brand overall. Now, speaking of branding and business, let's transition into the next question that I want to talk with you about. And that is, how YouTube has affected your business. As you just mentioned, it's helped you get more gigs and get more money for those gigs. But how are you monetizing this content on YouTube? I know you're, you're branching out and doing podcasting now, but how are you monetizing your content uh, on YouTube? Well, and I wish I had known that much sooner. <laughs> when I started, I thought, well, okay, um, there's going to be some, like you, I have no, I had no idea how much money you can get from like AdSense or something like that. I thought, well, you know, once I got a certain amount of subscribers, there'll be some income with AdSense. I knew it wasn't going to be much and it isn't to this day because I, you know, I'm just, just about the 10,000 subscriber mark now. It is not substantial. And, but what I have started to do is really to come up with other ways to connect with my audience and the leveraging, it's incredible. Like even if you just have about 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. I'm so amazed. Just the past couple of months, I have started putting things out there and announcing it on YouTube. Like I'm starting to do master classes online. I'm starting to do one-on-one -on -one coachings that, and I've started a Facebook group to interact with my audience. Just that alone brings me so much. It, it brings me people that want to work with me and just making an announcement on YouTube I'm always amazed at what the reactions are. It's like I make this announcement that you can work with me and then people come flooding in, writing to me. It's like, 
okay, I want to do it. I want to find out more. And so that has been the main way that I have monetized my YouTube channel is just by, you know, getting them away from YouTube to my site to work with me. Sometimes we forget that there are other ways to monetize our YouTube content other than AdSense. People tell me all the time, well, I only have 10,000 subscribers. I only have 25,000 subscribers. I can tell you internal stories. I can't give you names or anything like that of people that are making a full-time living, 80, 90, 70, $60,000 a year with just literally you know, 15, 20, 25,000 subscribers. Those numbers really are irrelevant when it comes to, uh, if you, the thing that, that sponsors and brands care about when it comes to actually being able to leverage your brand is the ability to grow a very interactive audience a very engaged and actionable audience. An audience that's going to take like what you're talking about here, Fry, and that the, the situation of announcing these master classes, and then once you do that, have them act upon that. Once you've built up an actionable audience, I, I remember the first online course that I ever created was on how to use Screencast, which is a ScreenFlow software on how to make tutorial videos or Screencast videos on a Mac. And I've had a bunch of YouTube videos, free YouTube videos, obviously YouTube is free, but I directed my audience from all of those older videos to, to my course. I gave them a discount code. It was amazing to me, the amount of support that I received. Obviously, that goes back to growing a YouTube list, that goes back to growing a very actionable and engaged audience. So there there are other ways to monetize your content, and I think that uh, Fry is, is learning that, and she's understanding that she can utilize her, her influence even on a you know a, a channel that's still in the growing stages of where it's at to make more money and to utilize YouTube as an outlet to point people to other businesses that she has either online or offline. Now, let me ask you this: What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? I wish someone would have told me that to build a platform just apart from YouTube, that it is so important, like building an email list, building relationships with the people, not just on YouTube, but just to start on YouTube and show them what, what value you have and then get them to follow you, you know, wherever you really want to have them. Like, on my website and that's really where I need to have the people. It's because I, I have no idea what YouTube's gonna do in the future. Um, I think it's gonna be big for many years to come, but I have no idea what the AdSense program is gonna do in the future. So I would never wanna rely just on that. And I'm so glad that I know it now, but I wish I had known, I think I could have leveraged so much more from an earlier stage, you know, trying to really get people more to interact with me and just really get to know my audience. It's like the comment section is great, but it is kind of like you give somebody comments and then you comment back once or maybe twice. And it's not so much interaction. And I wish I had known that there are other ways to get people to get to know my audience so much better and to, yeah, just like the Facebook group that I just started. It is incredible how much engagement there is and it makes people on it makes people follow me on youtube so much more. there are so much there are huge fans now just because i'm not just on youtube just because i am interacting and i'm giving them ways to connect with me and to get more value out of the whole thing and i want to know it gives me a way to know what they actually want and it gives me so much material i thought when i started this channel okay how much how long can i talk about technique before I run out of subjects. And it's amazing to me how much comes up. Like I get more and more ideas just because people keep asking me so many questions. And that's 
that's the most valuable part. And I wish I had known to do this so much sooner to really, really get very close to my audience. Yeah, you, two things there that really stood out in the answer that you gave me. One was at the beginning of the answer you were stating at as far as how important it is to utilize your audience and how important it is to garner those questions that they're asking. And, and pretty much people ask me, well, how do you get all the content to produce? Basically, it's community-based. You know, it's what the community is seeking. Those people who are actually taking their time out of their day to go and comment on your stuff, to actually interact with you online, you need to, you know, put that somewhere in an Evernote notebook, put that somewhere in a note, whatever, jot it all down, and then see if you can get some video ideas from your audience because for the most part, those are the people who are going to be sharing and interacting and being a very huge part of what you're doing. And starting the Facebook group is a great idea. That's something that I always encourage uh, people to do online. If you're trying to build your brand, especially as an individual um, or a, uh, a public figurehead, I guess is what I would call it on YouTube, the Facebook group is great. Um, there's there's an ability to kind of gate that uh, by having them you know send you invites and things like that. And you can really get intimate with a person on Facebook. I hate using that word. Sometimes people take that out of context, but you can get really um, close to someone on Facebook because you're seeing them and their avatars as far as who they are on Facebook. You see their families. You see um, their their public profiles there on Facebook. So that's a different element than, you know, a lot of people on YouTube when they comment on YouTube videos, they're anonymous. You know, they that's why they can say all of those hurtful and hateful things. Uh, but one of the things that you mentioned early on in this interview, uh, Freya, was that you have a very positive community and a community that is very, very um, uplifting to you and what you're doing online. Can you maybe touch on that and let our audience know, how do you think you've cultured that as far as like the culture of your channel to be so positive? Well, I think it's part of um, partially because whenever I read any comments, be they, you know, be they good or bad, or just, you know, even if there's somebody who criticizes what I'm doing, I'm really taking it to heart and I'm not just like ignoring it or saying, well, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm really taking it to heart and I'm, I'm still carrying on a conversation, even with people who may think, well, maybe I have a different opinion. And I think this is really cultured, um, like a culture of positiveness and respect for one another. And I always told people that were, you know, somewhat negative. It's like, I appreciate your opinion, but here, and I've announced that, I said, here on this platform, my videos, my channel, I would love it if we all stay positive. You can have your opinion, but I want to have this in a positive way. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's not fair to the others who want to really gain value. And I think that has really contributed to a positive um, community. And I think my videos too, like I'm always very... I'm a very positive person and I think that shines out there. It's like I'm always smiling and I'm always right. I'm really letting my heart out there and I think that really helps it. I love that. And there's that's the thing that I'm trying to do with my channel currently is just to to facilitate that positive community because that's what I guess for me, when I'm doing all of these podcasts and I'm doing these videos on my YouTube channel, the, the, the main reason why I'm doing it is to help other people out. 
I really and truly, at the, at the center of my heart, I just want people's voices to be heard. Um, and I know the power of utilizing things such as your YouTube channel and podcasting and uh, the ability to escape uh, the chains and shackles of a nine-to-five job that you're miserable at. You know, people can be happy and they can do things and talk about things that they love. And YouTube is a great outlet to do that. And if you go into it with a positive attitude like what you're talking about and you interact with your community, even the negative ones, and just let them know that, hey, you know, I, t- I take your criticism. I take it with a grain of salt. I'm not going to be hurt by what you said, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to be better next time. And I think that if we can come at it with that viewpoint, we're going to be better off in the long run as creators. Now, let's talk about um, tools that you're using on a weekly basis. You said that you're a techie. Now, I am an ultimate geek and nerd myself. So we'll see kind of where we can compare notes here. Are there any tools, YouTube tools that you use on a weekly or daily basis that you just could not live without? Well, um, I do use some of the TubeBuddy functions. I'm not paying for it yet, but um, I think maybe I will in the future um, because I think there are some great features like the the, um, the keywords. Exactly. It has the keywords um, that, and you can see where where you rank as far as the keywords. And that's my favorite tool, actually, um, that's included in TubeBuddy. I love that one. So I always do some research there. Now, other than directly on YouTube, my favorite tool to communicate with my video editor, who does a great job, is actually Trello. And on Trello, the awesome thing is you can share files, you can share like thumbnails or video files and it, it you can make a board and it's all there and everybody can see what the workflow is and that has helped me so much just to schedule out okay what day am I going to put on what video because doing three videos every week gets kind of complicated like when am I going to do what and when is he supposed to edit this all and it's so nice to see it all on boards and then he puts the thumbnail on there I can download it this has really made my life so much easier. Yeah, I've been using Trello for about maybe six to seven months now, and I'm utilizing it maybe differently. Uh, I am using it for, uh, I call her a virtual assistant. She does one thing specifically, but she helps me out with um, helping pre-screen a lot of the guests that I have on my podcast. But the thing is, is, I use Trello because it's so wonderful to uh, basically kind of vet out ideas. So if I have a YouTube uh, video idea, what I'll do is I'll put it on a a Trello card or a Trello, whatever you want to call it, and then I can come back to it later. So a lot of times I have ideas randomly. I'll be reading comments, and I'm like, oh, that would be a great idea for a video. And I'll put it into Trello, and I don't really do anything on it. But then when I have time, I'll go back to Trello, either on my mobile device or on the web, and I'll basically put down some bullet points on some ideas that I have about that specific video topic. And it's a great free tool to use um, to communicate with your team, to communicate with yourself when you're planning out ideas and breaking down the different ideas that you have. So definitely agree with the Trello thing and the ability that TubeBuddy gives you. And I know they're a sponsor of the show, so you can scream sell out all you want. But uh, the ability uh, uh, to use the TubeBuddy keyword tool is amazing. To be able to see where you rank, where other videos similar to what you did rank, literally there in your keyword section, it highlights a number like number 10, number 8, and lets you know exactly where you rank for that specific keyword. That uh, information is really invaluable. And and I think that TubeBuddy does, obviously, I I think they're awesome because they sponsor and they're part of the show and have been now for for months so uh if you could if you could give one piece of advice to someone coming up someone wanting to start on youtube or grow their youtube channel what would that piece of advice be well it would really be do it from your heart 
and really from your heart connect with your audience. You don't have to always be right or do everything right, but really connect with your audience from your heart. And I know it's people say it all the time on your show too, I know, but it's so true. Let your personality shine. You're going to get better at that in the beginning. It's going to be hard just, you know, on video to transport that. But the more you do, the more you're going to learn to really let your personality shine. And that's what people, that's what's going to attract people to you, your, your true self. And um, in the comment section too, just really connect and be genuine. But that's the scary part, right? Is that we're all, we're, we're all afraid to, to, to show who we are. And I think I'm even still doing that now, even as long as I've been doing content online. I'm just now in the past year or so being willing to say, hey, look, I'm a crazy guy. I'm an animated guy. You know, if you meet me out on the streets, I'm going to be just as animated, just as excited, just as passionate as I am on all of my podcasts, all of my videos. You know, early on when I created content, uh, Fry, I, I was really afraid to let my personality shine. Um, and I've seen so much more growth in my content because of it, because people really love transparency. You know, if you have the little idiosyncrasies, which you do, we all have, let those shine. And um, just a really cool story real, real quickly is that I was dealing with a guy who had a, a slight lisp when he talked and, and we were talking about YouTube and everything. And he, he told me, he was like, well, I'm really afraid that people are going to make fun of me. Um, and I sat him down and we had this conversation. And I was like, look, I was like, you are an amazing person. You have some cool stuff that, that you need to share with the world. He started a YouTube channel. To make a long story short, he's grew that YouTube channel, thousands of subscribers, and a very, very positive community. A lot of times, the things that we're afraid of most are the things that are going to make us relatable to our audience. Remember that. Remember that the things that set you apart, the things that we're afraid of most, a lot of times are what makes us the most relatable. And that's a good word when it comes to creating content on YouTube. Now, in, cl in closing of this interview, let me ask you this. What is next for your YouTube channel? You're going you're gonna to surpass that 10,000 mark. Boom, you're going to fly past that. You've got a lot of good stuff. You've got good content coming every week, three videos a week. What is next for the future of your YouTube channel? get the audience much better. And uh, somebody recently said, and that's, that's something awesome. People don't want to work with you because you're the best, but because you get them and they get you. And that was something so profound. It's like, I want to get my audience and I want them to get me. And that's how we're going to connect. So I want to really work on getting to know my audience better. So that way I'm going to put out more videos that they want. And recently I have taken some points that they've criticized, like the backgrounds, like, okay, why do you do like this plain white background? I have changed that. I'm doing like my piano in the background to, to do it a little bit more friendly, but I'm really wanting to connect with my audience more. And that's, I don't think I can do more videos than three right now because <laughs> it's quite a lot. And just to come up with the content, um, actually, I have four now because I'm uploading my podcast also. The, um, since Libsyn has this um, feature that you can upload your podcast directly to YouTube automatically, I have been doing that. And actually, there's quite a few views on that too, even though it's only, it's only audio actually. But connecting with my audience and getting to know them better and get into their brains and get like, no, what do they want from me? What value do they want? And what can I deliver that they desperately need?
I love that. And I have really loved chatting with you. Um, it's amazing to, again, I say this every week, but the different spaces that people are in, uh, you know, you're in, in singing instruction and performance coaching, and you're doing such a great job. And YouTube is, is the tool that allows us all to utilize their platform to get our voice heard. Um, and you're doing such an amazing job. So let our audience know where they can find you online. Well, of course, on YouTube under Freya Casey. That's my main platform, but then also on my website, FriasSingingTips.com with a hyphen in between the words. Yeah, that's my main platform. All of those links will be in the show notes over on the website, YouTubeCreatorsHub.com. And if you're like me and cannot really hold a tune in a bucket, uh, you may need to navigate over to uh, Freya's website and her YouTube channel and check out some of those tips. I know uh, if I was uh, interested in learning to sing, I would definitely go check her channel out. So guys, do that. Support her. Support this show. And uh, as always, uh, Freya, it has been an absolute pleasure to speak with you this week, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Pleasure's all mine. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.